Hi team, welcome to the Kindness, Curiosity and Comfortable Shoes podcast. My name is James McFetridge and this is an ongoing toolkit for all healthcare staff. Whether you are a porter or a paediatrician, a domestic or a driver, clinical or non-clinical, just starting or just finishing your work in healthcare, this podcast aims to give you some useful thoughts about working for this amazing business to get you through your day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope these thoughts are useful and the podcast is fulfilling its purpose as a toolkit for all healthcare workers. So before we start, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please tell other people, tell your co-workers, share what you like about it. Go on, put it in your work WhatsApp group. Go on, do it now, then it's done. And feel free to follow at JMAC Education on Facebook, X. Instagram, LinkedIn, threads, whatever your social media preference is, and you'll get more information related to the podcasts and other JMAC education updates. Thank you. As I record this, it's early January 2024 and a time when many resolutions will maybe already have been broken. So I thought it'd be interesting to have this episode about resolutions, not just for your own place at work and any work resolutions that you may have but also thinking about your own personal life resolutions. It's important to remember the definition of resolution well it's a firm decision to do or not to do something and I often think this time of year why do we do this to ourselves? Maybe it's because it makes sense at the turn of the year we can convince ourselves that the days are getting longer we can look ahead now the chaos of Christmas is over and plan for the sort of person we want to be or work in the way we want to work. However, in healthcare, making resolutions is really difficult because of the complex machine in which we work. It's really easy to perhaps sit and think and make a resolution or think about a potential resolution, but then so easy to have an excuse not to do it because of competing interests, other issues at work, or perhaps not having enough agency within your place of work to, to make that change. It's also a rubbish time of year, let's face it. In the Northern Hemisphere, it's still dark, it's cold. We may be recovering from the non-work excesses or excitement of Christmas, and healthcare work is clearly stuck with the issues that winter brings of increased emergency attendances, work that is cancelled because of sickness or managing the absences from colleagues who are sick and it feels like it's a long time until literally there's any light on the horizon. Personally I don't make resolutions in January because I just know I'm not going to stick with them and I guess one of my feelings is you know if you're going to make a change to the how you work how you interact with other people just do it at any time you don't need to wait till the first of january i accept though the only benefit maybe is in january that there'll be other people doing resolutions there's that sense of camaraderie if you have similar goals to friends or colleagues 
Well, my experience would be, I guess, uh, same as many people. You tend to hear about resolution failures rather than successes. And that's not very encouraging for your uh, plans for change. My feeling is to make a resolution work should be quite a firm plan with a specific goal in mind that's genuinely possible to stick to or to, to reach. And there's nothing better than the SMART objectives to reach this, S-M-A-R-T. These are first described in 1981 by uh, a trio, Duran, Miller and Cunningham, and they uh, wrote a paper saying that a resolution for it to be smart or a objective to be smart, that stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant and time-bound, S-M-A-R-T. That would be interesting to work through that from a non-work-related objective. So if I had a resolution that I want to do more exercise this year, then to achieve that, I could work out the SMART criteria for that. So more exercise. Well, I need to be specific about that. What is more exercise? Well, I quite like running. What constitutes more running? Is it two to three times a week? Is it every day? Even that could be more specific rather than just the number of times during a week that I run. Perhaps I need a specific goal Am I going to complete a formal race by the end of the year? Or over the course of the year, am I going to cover a total number of miles? So I need to work on that specificity. The next section is the M for measurable. Well, it's quite easy for running. I can record how many runs I do a week or my total mileage, or I could have some form of training plan that I could tick off. That's relatively straightforward for that example. A is for achievability. I may want to increase my running, but is it a marathon distance that's genuinely achievable? Is it running, I don't know, 50 miles a week? And do I actually want to do that? Or maybe I need to think of something that is going to be more achievable if I'm running from scratch and do something like the Couch to 5K programme. I think this is where most people fall down. We have high aspirations, but don't really think what's going to be achievable within our current lifestyle. Then we can move on to R for relevant. Interestingly, this R was originally written as realistic, but I think most people feel that that has a crossover with achievability. How realistic is it? And the version I prefer certainly is R for relevance. And I think that's key at New Year when we can have plans that we think are good but not actually relevant to us. And if it's not relevant, we're not going to buy in with it. And for relevance, it's really got to accord with our life values. So is improving my exercise, is that relevant relevant to me? Is it important to me? Or is it just that everyone has that plan to uh, do more exercise come the New Year? But if it's not relevant, I'm really going to struggle with that motivation. And then finally, T is for time bound. Is it more exercise just this week, over the year? Really important to think about that. And 
most people are aware that to create any good habit, uh, opinions do vary, but it's usually doing something regularly for a period of at least six weeks to get into a habit for doing it. So you may want a short time-bound period, I'm going to do this for six weeks, or maybe by six months I will have achieved this particular goal. So that's how it works for something like exercise. For work, clearly that's going to be very specific to the type of work you do within healthcare. And think, are your objectives based on a specific project you're involved in? Uh, Or more likely, certainly along the resolution lines, is are you just wanting to be a better person at your job? Clearly, it's so much easier to manage this for a project where you've already got that specificity in there. But it can be used to better yourself. You may struggle working out each of those areas of SMART and it's important to really get that specificity down. So, for example, lots of people get overwhelmed by emails and how they manage that. And if your resolution is to be better at managing those emails, you're going to need to be more specific. Otherwise, it's doomed for failure right from the start. So define what better is for you. What does success look like? If you struggle with that, maybe think about where you want to be in a year's time and what So micro goals will you need along the way to help you get there. So that specificity is going to be important. Something that's measurable, uh, again, going to be very dependent as to what you're doing, but make sure there is some way of recording it. Helpful so you can look back and chart your progress. Genuinely, is it achievable with other pressures, certainly within work, but also outside of work? Making sure it's relevant, is it relevant to your career progression, is it relevant to the role that you're in, and having some kind of time-bound endpoint or limit where you can look back and check where you are with things. I hope if you do have some resolutions where they are personal or work-related, that you're happy they are the right ones for you, and maybe using that smart process, you can make them work. Please let me know, as always, how you get on with these, whether this is uh, helpful and best of luck to you for your resolutions if you're making them and even more luck to you if you are brave and say, just because everyone else is doing it, now is not the right time for me. I'm going to wait until a bit later in the year where the time is right in all aspects of life rather than just the calendar year to make a change to your working life. Thank you for listening today. There are links in the show notes for information that I've referred to in the show. And if you enjoyed the show and want to help the podcast grow and expand, then please support me and the show and head to buymeacoffee.com slash jmaceducation. That's buymeacoffee, all one word, dot com slash jmaceducation and support the podcast there. Or if you're listening on the podcast website at kccpodcast.buzzsprout.com, click on the heart on the top right of the page or click on the support the show link in the show notes. It's also really helpful for me if you rate, review, like, follow, share, subscribe, whatever's appropriate on whichever platform you're listening on. Again, it really does help grow the show. Thank you. So please take care of yourselves out there. You are doing a great job. And remember, be kind, be curious, and don't forget your comfortable shoes.
you to Shakina Studio for the music downloaded through Audio Jungle. Thank you to Beth for the artwork and the photo produced through Canva. And thank you to Buzzsprout for hosting the podcast. The Kindness, Curiosity and Comfortable Shoes podcast is a JMAC Education production.